Hello again, and welcome to another edition of the usually serviceable, hopelessly miscast podcast, starring the original hopelessly miscast member of the theater. Not sure what he does. Nothing. Go ahead, Brian. Nothing. I don't do anything, clearly. What about you, Christina? What do you do? Everything. What does you do do? I do do. Yes. You do everything? I don't okay. know. At the theater. Um, that's good. I held a board earlier while someone stapled it to another board. So there's so, that. Yep. I did that too, by the way. Yeah, I mm. did. I did that like I two guess. days ago. So. I also went to buy uh, my wood today. So. Yeah, I did that too. Yeah. yeah. You clean restrooms too? I've cleaned toilets. We have I a, am a team player. We have an absolute friend of the podcast sitting here with us in the studio today. That's our board chair, Teresa. Teresa Jordan. Oh, sorry. Don't know her. I, I didn't attribute your last name. I didn't know if you wanted to be somewhat anonymous. If you know, you be know. Be associated okay. with this. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're doing kind of a mini pod today. We'll do a, uh, a full pod later in the week. We had one yesterday, but the sound was garbage, so I deleted it. Um, executive decision. So, so you, you canceled a podcast? I did cancel a podcast. Okay. So, deal with it. Yeah. I still haven't canceled as many things as you have. That's so true. Uh, so, so true. let's get started with our first feature today. I'm going to read you a description of one of the, from a website that I found, I'll cite later, the description of shortest running Broadway shows in history. Ooh. And I'll read you the description. It's a very short description of the show. You tell me what you think an appropriate name for that show would be. And then I'll tell you what it is. Mm. How's that? Okay. So, and these these descriptions are not very descriptive. So, oh. this is kind of like Mad Libs. Okay. A little bit. Mm. I love those things when I was a kid. <laughs> so, first one. A musical with book, music, and lyrics by, I won't say the author... It centers around a variety of couples of different ages pursuing love. It ran for six previews and one performance. It had a successful run in New Orleans, and the day after the lone Broadway performance, it did receive favorable reviews from the New York Times. What name would you give this play musical? Uh, it's meant to be not very descriptive. Mm-hmm. Only because it did well in New Orleans? Was it uh, like A Princess and the Frog? Okay, what would you call it? It's your chance to be creative. You're creatively minded. I think Brian is. I know you are. I want to call it... Hmm, round Robin Love. Round Robin Love. That's closer than Brian's guess. Oh. What is what it What would really? you say if it was called Cleavage? What? Get out of here. That what? is absolutely what it was called. What year was Cle- this? Uh, it doesn't say. It... Oh. Better it have hit been Broadway. There is a playbill, though. I can only guess what's on it. So I'm going to need to do a deep dive on this musical. Here's, here's another one for you. Yes, look up cleavage when we're done. Right don't Google about? just cleavage. Look up cleavage. Please the put play. the musical. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I cleavage musical. Theater resources used to look up cleavage on Google. Um, yes. I hope you incognito. 82 is the year. There okay. you go. All right, that's long ago enough. See, for Brian me. can give a little description afterwards. I know it burns him up when he doesn't know. So, are there, you getting mad, Brian? Are there pictures of this production? I need mad. to. <laughs> we oh, like Brian when he's the tagline. Oh, the tagline! I love the tagline. Cleavage. 
a new musical, Close to Where the Heart Is. Yeah, baby! <laughs> Go Even better. Home. That just Are you totally kidding? went up a notch. <laughs> okay. Wait, who wrote this? Uh, Somebody named Buddy Sheffield. And David Sheffield. Fired. So, okay. Yeah. Fired. <laughs> uh, Rita Baker directed it. Interesting. Yeah. Not, not a lot of times, apparently. Not a lot um, of times. Yeah. So here's your next one. A musical with book by blank and blank and music and lyrics by blank. The beliefs and needs of two eras in Hawaii, 1819 and 1972, are compared with strong similarities emerging. It ran for six previews and one performance in 1972 at the Billy Rose Theater. Give it a name. Polynesian Paradise. <clears throat> okay. Bring me a gondola. <laughs> well, that was grab me a gondola. Oh, sorry. That's not oh, right. So close. Polynesian Paradise is not right. How about heathen? Exclamation point. Who could get that from that description? Who are, who is writing these blurbs? They, they didn't want their they didn't want anyone to come to these places. Yeah, apparently not. Okay. <laughs> As Brian's feverishly looking that one yeah. up. What have you found? There's not much there. Well, it only um, had one real performance, so. Six previews, one performance. Yep. The description in this is a musical in two acts. Cool. That's it. Wow. Good luck. <laughs> that says it all right there. You really heard it here. Reeling them in. Yeah. Yeah. So here's your next one A play written by about an Irish American family struggles during the Depression era in Chicago. It ran for three previews and one performance. There's the phone. It's probably a robocall. On April 29, 1972, at the Martin Beck Theater. And the original cast included Elizabeth Ashley and Carol Kane. Oh. Carol Kane? Oh, yes. She was the uh, she's lady in Scrooge and Princess Bride, right? Party on St. Patrick's Day. Okay. What's your guess? <laughs> Let's dye the river green. Ooh. I like that one. How about this? I'm going to call it Ring Around the Bathtub. I mean, that could happen from Drying the River okay. Green, right? <laughs> I think you would have. Mm. Wow. <laughs> so there's that. Okay. Hold on. So Brian's looking that up. What a up. disgusting name. It's pretty yeah. cool. Sounds like they needed some bleach. They some soft scrub or something. Yeah. They probably didn't have scrubbing bubbles. <laughs> so what have you found, Brian? Um... Other than a play in Is there three a synopsis? Acts. Does someone does someone off themselves in this uh, bathtub? Is that is that the titular ring around the tub? Do- dollars to donuts. That's the ring. Based off the it's picture, blood. so it's like uh, on the playbill. The playbill is a little cartoon girl with a huge smile on her face standing outside a bathtub. So I hope Supposed not. Must be like ring around mm-hmm. the rosy. Maybe. I don't know. Just saying, I feel like if I wrote a play and called yeah, no, it that's, that. Yeah, no, that's legit Carol Kane. Yeah. Like these plays, we're just taking a shot in the dark. Hmm. Um, so here's your last one. A musical with book, music, and lyrics by about a lonely young woman who creates an imaginary world of animal friends while waiting for the right human male to appear. Oh. It ran for three previews and one performance in 1974 at the Music Box Theater. Ooh. Brian, what would you call that Snow one? Snow White. That's that's what Snow White is. 
waiting for a human male, a regular human well, male. Well, she's surrounded by dwarves and birds and stuff. Glass Menagerie, the musical. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one's called Rainbow Jones. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> so close. I'm going to assume she lives by a rainbow in her imaginary animal world as well. Rainbow Jones. <laughs> so, yeah. What have you found on that one? Oh, there's a whole uh, review. Actually. Oh, lots of scholarship on this show. Uh, the New York Times actually reviewed it. And what did it give it? An enthusiastic three thumbs down? Uh, I'll just read you the first two sentences of the review. A new coy and simpering little musical opened at the Music Box Theater last night. I wish it hadn't. Damn, man. <laughs> oh, I thought you were reading one of our reviews. Oh, man, that's good. Uh, to, I should finish the paragraph. Called Rainbow Jones. It is the kind of show that gives people proclaiming the death of Broadway something to point to. Ooh. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay, so moving on to our next feature. Oh, the whole review is good. Uh, you should look it up. New York Times. It's in the archives. So now we're going to do a uh, little bit of Would You Rather. Oh. Okay. So... And this will be a who would you rather deal with. Teresa's out. Good to see you. Hi, Teresa. Bye. Who would you rather deal with in theater? Okay. And I'll give you two two people. Paul Scott. Yeah. That's a, Pass. Nobody would rather deal with me. Yeah, that's a flush. <laughs> um, sound effect. Eh, gotcha. Um, the Bully in the cast or the dictator director pass you can't pass you the gotta bully. pick one i'm the bully. that's who no. you'd rather deal with are you the bully yourself is no. that why you're saying that so what is what is our role are we in the show or are we in our you're in the, show. By, oh, in the show you're in by, the show you're in the show at this point uh, i'd rather deal. do with the bully yeah. yeah by deal with them do you mean like just like exist with them with no you're them? not dealing with them mm, okay well or dealing with still them still the bully you're, Okay, so <laughs> here's the next two. The uh, stagehand who always says actors are divas, or the actor who always says stagehands are divas. Has an actor ever said that? I've never heard Who that. wrote this? I've heard actors say that. Really? Stagehands are divas. Mm-hmm. Huh. Or that they're a little, they're bitchy. I mean, I'll always deal with the tech crew because they're important and I love them and I want them to love me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm going with the tech crew as well. They're usually cooler people yes. than us actors. I do agree with that yeah, hate wholeheartedly. Us. Hate us. <laughs> Here's your next one. We're terrible people. The person who always misses their spots or misses their lines. Spots, In a please. live performance. Spots. Uh, yeah, I'd rather yeah miss a spot. Uh, don't miss your lines. Don't please. leave me hanging, bro. <laughs> if if you miss your spot, then you're in the dark, and that affects only you to some extent. Yeah. If you miss your line, you affect everybody else. Yes, completely agree. Last one. The and this is as <clears throat> we'll say this is as uh, in your current roles in the theater, not mm-hmm. as actors. Mm-hmm. Would you rather deal with? The loudly complaining parent or the loudly complaining patron? 
There's probably two schools of thought. <laughs> I, uh, I'm fine with dealing with the patron. Parents are a whole different. Animal. Are we talking like season subscriber patron or just like Joe Blow off the street? We'll say subscriber. Oh, I'm so you're going to see him again and again. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good with dealing with patrons. I'm not. That would be, so you'd uh, rather deal with the bad patron? Yeah, absolutely. I'll say bad, complaining patron. Yeah, yeah. I do that anyway. So. Yeah. You deal with parents quite a bit. so I'm going to say the patron too. Even though my real life evil. reality is always the parent. And that's that's why I'm going to pick the patron. Because I don't have them for semesters at a time. That is true. So, it, well, and in that case, I mean, usually when I've talked to people who have directed children's shows, would rather deal with the bad kid than the bad parent. Would you agree with that? Mostly yes. Unless Most, the kid is mostly just yes. Evil. There are some varying degrees for sure, but yeah. Understandable. Man. So. Uh, at some point when we're all really, really happy, we'll let you talk about how you deal with the bad parents. Oh, yeah. That way we're in It's a good really mood. not that hard. I'm usually just overly nice to them. That shuts people up nine times out of ten. Killing them with kindness. And, you know, maintaining firm boundaries. I've never learned how to kill life. people with kindness. Kill, maybe, but not with kindness. hey So, <clears throat> here's today's crazy theater story of the day. This one's kind of... It's more funny than it is negative. Nice. So it's called A Long Time Ago in a Ballet Performance Far, Far Away. Mm. And this is written by Geeks Rule from New York. Mm. My husband and I are at a performance of, I'm not even going to try that name, Stravinsky Violin Concerto, which is a mood piece with no specific plot. I'm already bored. I -hmm. love ballet. My husband is not such a fan. This conversation happens during intermission. My husband, frowning. I don't get it. There's no storyline. I don't understand what it's supposed to mean. I say, think of it like an abstract painting, or wait. Remember when Luke and Yoda were on Dagobah, and Luke was going into that forest where Darth Vader was? And he asked Yoda, what's in there? And Yoda said, only what you take with you. It's kind of like that. It's what you take with you. I tell him. My husband says, so the stage is a cave filled with the dark side of the force? I say, uh, yeah, if it helps. Husband nodding sagely. Oh, okay. I get it now. <laughs> I've had lots of stage shows I've gone to see where I feel like that husband. Yeah. Going, okay, if somebody describes it to me in Star Wars terms or Star Trek or sports. Okay. Oh, the beauty of Star Wars. You can draw so many parallels to it. Yeah. Because it's such a mirror for real life, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, the prequels are about... <laughs> taxes so yeah <laughs> yeah it's true for those of us who pay taxes that dope that dope series about uh you know politics yes that's, that's what the youngins wanted to see well so i say when you brought up taxes it's like we all pay taxes in this room but yeah sometimes not everybody in america does not all of us yeah so anyway moving on that was not a straight up political comment eh. so it's time for Brian's wild and zany dad jokes of the day. Mm. Christina, if you want to earmuff it, you can, but I really want you to hear these. These uh, sound good. He's chuckling already. Yeah. Uh, what do you get when you cross a snowman with a vampire? Mm-mm. Frostbite. That one felt like it came off a Laffy Taffy wrapper. <laughs> 
I know. I think she wants you to give another one then. Oh, so you can step your game up. God. Star Wars theme. You stepped into that one too. How did Darth Vader know what Luke got him for Christmas? He felt his presence. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you laughed at a dad joke. <laughs> I am a dad. I have to laugh. That's right. I'm supporting dads everywhere. There we go. She is not laughing. That was that was peak dad joke. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, just uh, felt just like remember I was to put my, to my, uh, my backing track behind my dad joke. Ba-na-na-na-na-na. Oh yes, I'll, I will have a backing track okay. in here. Good. So, I just so my music. <laughs> it's time for closing rants. Sponsored by Jimmy the Cock. Thanks, Jimmy. Yes. Somebody's been manipulating the 20 on Jimmy. And I, I think someone's why. trying to steal it. I swear. It's it's in a different spot. Hmm. Yes. It's Miss Murray. Must be. That is true. She it could be it. her. So Brian, you want to go first? Uh, No. Okay. I don't. <laughs> I don't you sure? Things. You don't have anything? You have things to rant about? No. Not, not, not that sure. I can think of at the moment. How about you? To rant about? Well, she's gonna. She's you can gonna do a happy. Oh, it's right. You, you got her segment for us. Oh yeah, that could be your you rant. skipped me. My rant well, today is should... that my new segment got skipped on this. No, do it now. Dadgum podcast. You should tell me to shut up. You have Excuse a feature me. to do. I want her segment. Hello, I'd like to turn everyone's attention to a very pervasive problem in our theater community called sexist casting calls. Today's sexist casting calls comes from the Twitter page, Sexist Casting Calls, and it's for a character named Pam. This is the description as written. Female, Caucasian, 30s, blonde, slight Texas twang, beautiful, feminine, and tough-as-nails Texas girl who can hold her own among the good old boys. The first female sergeant and the first female lieutenant in her country. Puts perps at ease with a friendly, motherly demeanor before coming in for the kill and getting them to spill all. Before breezing out to get her nails done at lunch. Series lead. That's that's a lot of things to be in an audition. Look, you got to be tough as nails, but you also, you know, got to get your man. Got to hang with the good old boys, but also you got to go get your nails get done a at, lunch. at lunch. Series lead. You go, girl. So, uh, so wow. is, I guess this is a show that's getting made. I, I'm who knows, man. It could be a pilot. It's just this clip. This one. Sometimes they'll say like who wrote it and uh, where it's from. So when you read that casting call, how does it make you feel? Uh, bored. I think she's. I, think, <laughs> I was expecting something else. But. It makes me feel very tired and very bored. Uh, she's also it? submitting a video for yeah i'll be bla- <laughs> i will <laughs> also i just went the also i'll be premiering it. as pam on something great <laughs> <laughs> uh, point yes yeah, it's good. that was better than the dad jokes thank oh. you um i know so brian do you have a rant um no i don't think so not today okay. <laughs> nothing Sometimes good to talk you, about you need to, you need to know when you when not to rant it's very important mm. i will say rant. my i'll say a thought i have and i'll see if you have an actual rant christina because that was a feature not a rant yeah so we built that in that's a good feature like how we did that on the look fly. forward to those Thanks. yeah <clears throat> turgid reading from christina casting call was the one today oh well we do need to because we're so good at theatrical readings, as we found out earlier today i don't mm. know we need we do need to add a new segment of theatrical readings 
hopefully with some of the the scripts that are being produced in your classes. Oh yes. And then just yeah. other random things that. Great point. Need uh, need yeah. dramatic readings. Well, I plan to keep finding my cool sexist pieces. Yeah. They are plenty. Let me tell you. You mean you're not going to run out anytime soon? Well, if, if oh we my have God. dad joke corner, we can certainly have. You know, I've got some corner. really good ones saved too. You know, the misogyny minute of the day. Yeah, I'm still. Ooh, I'll, good, I'll come up with thing. something. We, we're going to need theme music. I'm going to find too. something really clippy. <laughs> Do you want to find your own theme music, or do you want us to find? If it? I oh, picked I it, it might it. be okay. sexist because I'm yeah. not a woman. The these things. the Reddit thread um, is called "She Breasted Boobily Down the Stairs." That's nice. She okay. But I'll find I'll find. Something if I saw that title on Netflix, it. I'd at least be interested in the description. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on here. I don't think it gets added to my list though. Fellows have a lot to say about the Huibins and their writing, so mm. yeah. Uh, I'll say not as a rant, but I'll say we're clearly in that three-week period of fall every year when the weather's awesome in yes. Memphis. So get ready; it's going to get probably up to ninety-five again once, and then it'll go to forty overnight. So, with an ice storm behind it, yeah, pretty much. Do you have any anything else to rant or plug or anything like that? Nope. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I will plug something. Uh, again, uh, coming up at the end of October, War of the Worlds, the radio play. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll be doing a digital distribution of that. So please uh, check that out. We have big plans, sets being built. Thank to our, uh, our wonderful volunteers and uh, Christina and I and Paul when we are needed to hold heavy things up. Yeah. Hold the board. That's the, uh, that's the, uh, the, the level of skill we have with, with building things. Yep, and buying wood. Yep. I'm good at gluing. Aren't you good at painting? Well, We're going to have to paint, by the way. Set. You did say well, you burned I yourself. I can paint. Yeah. She can paint. Well, she, yeah, she's, she's, she's a legit painter. A, uh, <laughs> an artist just, like, that, that has sold work. Legit. Let's say also that she's she's performing this podcast today under duress. Mm. She got, got bit on the head by a bug <gasps> at Target. What? It's kind it of hurt not. so bad yeah. that she forgot about it, it all this time. I but, can't see it. I don't have my glasses on. Oh. He's a dad. He can't see it. Yeah. So those Germantown Target mosquitoes. Watch out yeah. for them. I, gotta I thought go, it was uh, just the people <laughs> hanging around Target. It was a person. You. I've got to go get uh, eyes. My eyes check next Tuesday. I'm afraid it's bifocal time. So. <gasps> oh my gosh. Dad, no. I know. Well, that I just know. means you have to read double the jokes. Yeah, I mean, uh, I can read two at a time, right? With bifocals, right? Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> on that note. Uh, Jimmy is over here telling me to wrap it up. So uh, we will talk to you guys later, and uh, we'll be back later in the week with uh, some more content. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. See you.